Keeping the COVID inquiry honest, it's time for the inquiry sessions. Welcome to the inquiry sessions on Reality Check Radio. My name is Alastair Harding and today we have on RCR a very special guest for us to hear from. I'm joined this morning by Mr John Whitehead, one of the two current commissioners for the New Zealand Royal Commission into the country's COVID-19 response. Amongst many career highlights, Mr Whitehead is a former economic advisor to the Prime Minister. He's a former chief executive of the New Zealand Treasury and he's been a member of the board of the World Bank. But today he's here to talk to us about the COVID-19 Royal Commission that was announced by the previous Labour government to look at the lessons learned from the COVID response. And in particular, John is with us today to tell us about a new online submissions portal where New Zealanders can share their stories with the Royal Commission. And you can find that and make your submissions at www.covid19inquiry.nz. That's covid 19 inquiry with an i dot nz but before we talk about that first john welcome and how has the inquiry been going how long have you been at it and have you had any surprises yet well thank you and and great to be uh, on your program thank you for inviting me um uh it's been going since early um last year 2023 um and um in the Initial stages, we were, you know, um, instructed to do a lot of reading of papers. I think we've had over um, 90-odd thousand pages of stuff that we've uh, had sent to us from various sources. Um, and um, uh, and then we've been getting into uh, meeting with groups of people, and we've been encouraging very free and frank discussion at those meetings. And frankly, they've been going fairly well, I think. Um, people have really been opening up to us about their experiences and, um, uh, and what they think the lessons are, both... Um, you know, from good experiences and bad experiences. It does sound a lot of work. So I don't want to try and um, put too much of a negative spin on things, but one negative piece of feedback that I have been hearing about the inquiry is that the original terms of reference seem to rule out a lot of things that many New Zealanders think need to be talked about, for instance, vaccine efficacy. But what do the commissioners think? What do you guys think? Were the original terms of reference good enough? Or do you feel hamstrung in any way? How do you feel about them? Well, look, the original terms of reference gave us quite a bit of scope, in fact, um, to look at a range of things. Uh, but the really important thing, I think, is that we're learning the lessons, um, you know, from what happened. I mean, we can't change the past good or bad. Um, but what we can do is influence the future. And unfortunately, there will be another pandemic at some stage. And we want to learn the lessons about what worked well and what didn't and, you know, and try and uh, implement those. Obviously, in different circumstances, it'll be then. Um, so um, in that sense, you know, the new government's indicated it wants to broaden the terms of reference. Um, and, um, you know, I think that's consistent with learning as many lessons as we can. So, you know, we're pretty comfortable about that. Okay, so as you say, there, there is this expectation now that the terms of reference are going to be expanded in some way. And added to that, you've also lost a commissioner, I understand, Hekia Parata, who resigned in December. Do these things hold you up in your work? Does it change anything? Have you thought, have you given any thought to resetting and starting over or anything like that? 
Well, we've we've followed a fairly broad path because, I mean, people, what we find, and, and, and we're really hoping this will happen in terms of the public input that, that we're launching today, we find that people um, tell it, well, you know, want to tell us about their experience, you know, and um, they don't feel too confined by the terms of reference um, when they do that, which is which is great. And, you know, it's our job as commissioners to say, well, okay, consistent with our terms of reference, what can we make? Um, out of what they're telling us. Um, and, um, you know, they're telling us a lot about their personal experience, their organisational experiences and so on, uh, and also the lessons they think um, come out of that. Have you been surprised by any of the feedback that you've got there? Has, has anything surprised you that you didn't know before that that, that perhaps you, you hadn't been aware of? I guess everybody's experiences are different. And, you know, I was very conscious for myself. You know, I was... Um, well, in theory, I'm retired. It was quite a busy retirement. Um, and, you know, so sitting in a lockdown um, as an introverted person wasn't too bad an experience for me. For some, it was pretty pretty awful, you know. Um, and we've had, um, you know, mixed reactions from people finding it quite cathartic to talk to us, um, quite releasing, you know, they'd stuck, put stuff in a box and tried to forget about it. Others, it's brought tears and, you know, um, and, you know, quite a lot of emotion. Um, uh, others have actually really enjoyed the opportunity to talk. So, yeah, I guess the range of, of, of that um, emotion has surprised me a bit. Um, but, you know, I've learned a lot from people's experience. And that's a really exciting thing about the public input phase, I think. To me, it's a real key to actually hear what, um, what you know, people have really experienced and, and what they take out of it and what we can learn from that. I think you touched up there on something that's really quite important to a lot of uh, Reality Check Radio listeners. You know, a lot of those listeners were at Wellington for the mandate protests. And um, and I have read that your inquiry is not seeking to lay blame or dig out what went wrong. And I am quoting a Radio New Zealand story when I say that. But for many of those people who were in Wellington, Things did go terribly wrong. People lost jobs, people lost homes, health, loved ones. And I'm guessing that's who you're talking about there. Um, but when they tried to speak to the government and the media, when they they exercised their right to protest and try and tell those stories, they were not only ignored, but they were also vilified. Um, in fact, one MP went so far to call them a river of filth and extremists. And so for that reason, a lot of those people don't feel heard. So I guess my question is, what do you say to those people? Are you interested in hearing those stories? Because when I look through your website with all the lists of people that you've already spoken to, I don't really see those people represented yet. Are, are you looking for those people? Yes, we are. Um, I think it's really, really important that we hear from the whole range. Obviously, we can't talk to five million plus people. You know, we can't talk to everybody. Um, but we're really keen to, you know, to hear from, you know, people of a wide range of views. Um, I mean, it might surprise you to find that um, of the people that we've talked to so far, there actually have been quite a wide range of views. Um, some people very angry about their experience. Um, some people thought it went very well, you know, the full, full range as you'd expect. Um, Alistair, I, in one of my other roles, I was um, the chair of the Diocesan Board of Trustees in Wellington and um, 
uh, part of our role was uh, looking after the um, cathedral um, right next door to Parliament there. Um, so during those protests, not as part of the Royal Commission, but I had the opportunity to um, to just uh, wander down there. Um, I mean, we'd open the doors of the cathedral so people could use the toilet facilities and so on, and talk to some of the people there. Um, you know, some amazing people, some wonderful people, some very angry people. Um, I didn't necessarily, you know, share the same views with some and so others I might have done, but, um, uh, you know, it was great to listen to them and hear what they had to say, and that's what we want to do in the Royal Commission, a broad range of people. Yeah. That's wonderful to hear. And, look, um, another question that I have here on that topic, and um, I say this with total respect for the qualifications of you and um, your chairperson, Professor Tony Blakely, but it, it didn't take me very long this morning to go and find a story where Professor Tony Blakely was pushing lockdowns and vaccine mandates back in 2021. And I know that the 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 inquiry is about much more than just those two things. Um, but those two things were also things which caused so much damage to a lot of the New Zealanders, like the ones you were talking to at the protest. And so what I mean to ask with respect is um, how much... Are we really going to find out from this inquiry when it appears that the commissioners, like Professor Tony Blakely, have previously taken propositions on these things, like lockdowns and vaccine mandates that cause so much damage? Well, look, I, I can't talk for Tony other than to say I think, um, as I understand it, he also opposed and you know, or spoke against a number of things at various times that the government was doing. Um, but I think what's really important for us as commissioners is to approach um, you know, the whole inquiry with a very open mind. Um, and for me, it's been a huge learning experience. Um, uh, and, and I'm sure for Tony as well. And hearing about those individual experiences, it takes you out of your own, own you know, part of the world into another part of the world and, and beginning to see it through people's eyes and um, what they've experienced. Um, and I think that's what's really important for us. So, you know, I wouldn't assume that opinions we all held beforehand and necessarily the same that we will hold when we come through this process. Um, uh, that's the whole point about actually having those kind of conversations. And, and look, if it can, I mean, you, you can never heal those things, but if it can help the process of, you know, working through them a little bit, um, we'd love to be part of that. Okay. So let's talk about the online submissions portal that you're promoting today. How important is it to the inquiry? Who's it for and who are you wanting to hear from? Uh, look, I think it's vitally important. I'm actually really excited about it. This is one of the bits I've really been looking forward to because what we'll be hearing about, you know, or hearing, we hope, from ordinary members of the public what their experience was. I mean, fundamentally, as an inquiry, we're asking two questions. We're asking, you know, people to tell us about what was important about their experience, what they think we should hear and others should hear, um, and then also what they think the lessons are going forward out of that. Um, and that's absolutely, that's the fundamental part of our inquiry. That's the really important things we need to know. So who do we want to hear from? Um, look, we want to hear from, you know, we don't mind what your opinion is, if you like. Um, you know, we want to hear from those who had a really bad experience. We want to hear from those who've had really good experiences. Uh, we want to hear from those who've had mixture of things. Uh, we want to hear from people that were caught overseas, for example, um, Kiwis that were caught there. We want to talk to uh, hear from people that you know maybe we were stuck here as well there were some people you know we heard about for example in parts of the country that 
um, you know, couldn't get back to their home country or were forced to go back when they didn't feel safe. Um, and then there are others that were actually very relieved to be here. So, you know, all sorts of people that we want to hear from, the wide, widest possible range. I understand there's a 10,000 character limit on the submissions on the portal. That's roughly, I'm guessing, around 1,500 to 2,500 words. Is that enough? What if people have something more that they want to say? Are there any other ways that they can submit, or is this it? Yeah, look, um, what, what we, we're also asking for a bit of demographic information, if I put it that way. Um, now, that's, that bit's entirely voluntary. People don't have to fill that out. Um, but if they um, feel they wanted to say more, um, um, there's a possibility to mention that in their, their return. And um, we may be able to contact them. We wouldn't be able to contact possibly everybody that says that, but that would be an opportunity to to follow up potentially. Um, and, uh, and, you know, we are still meeting with people as well physically and and you're going to be doing a sort of a road show as well with this i understand we are and um uh you know one of the things we want to do is, is get out there you know and go to things like amp shows or events and so on and um and and opportunity for people just to come up and talk to us about their experience and um you know we'll be we'll be not talking too much ourselves, but we wanted to listen really hard. Um, 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 the talking we'll do will be to ask questions to bring people out. Um, uh, so, you know, we hope that people will approach us and, you know, want to talk to Tony or myself or members of the commission staff. Yeah, I'm kind of expecting that this is the most talking that you've done. Most of the time, you it's a listening process, isn't it? Um, yeah. One of the, my last question. What kind of a response are you expecting from the public? Do you have any expectations? And also, when are we going to see the results of the inquiry? Well, I, um, to answer your last part of your question first, we, um, uh, our current uh, terms of reference require us to report by the end of September. Um, we'll have to see what comes out of the other part of the um, uh, survey that we're doing on behalf of the government. Um, we offered them the, the government the opportunity to piggyback on um, our reach out to the public to ask their question about the terms of reference. Um, and if something comes out of that, that may have an impact on the reporting timeline and so forth. We don't know that yet, obviously, until we hear what the public has to say on that subject and what the government decides. Uh, so that could impact that. Um, Sorry, the first part of your question again, Alistair. What, what kind of response are you expecting? Do you have any expectations? Uh, no, no, I, I find it very hard to know. Um, uh, some of the overseas um, inquiries uh, haven't had a huge response. I think some some have been possibly flooded a bit. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, let me say I hope that we get plenty um, because that will give us that wide range. Um, and um, everybody's experience will be a bit different, you know, and so um, we'll try and make sure we listen to someone like you, if I can put it that way, like each person. Um, uh, but, you know, the wider, wider we cast our net and the wider people respond, um, the better, I think. Well, I'll leave you with that. Thank you very much for doing the work. I know it means a lot to a great many New Zealanders who were affected in some really extraordinary ways. And we also know that it's not an easy task. And we thank you for joining us on the inquiry sessions today to update us. And I hope we can have you back on when all of this is done and dusted and we can talk about what you found out.
Thank you very much, Alistair, and I really appreciate the opportunity to, to speak to you and your listeners. That's John Whitehead, one of two commissioners from the New Zealand Royal Commission COVID-19 Inquiry, here to tell us that the Commission's online public submissions portal is now open from today, and it's at covid19inquiry.nz. That's covid19inquiry with an I dot nz. And as you've just heard from the Inquiry Commissioner, John Whitehead, if you do have something to say about New Zealand's COVID-19 response, get on there at covid19inquiry.nz and tell your story so it can be part of the Commission's report. My name is Alastair Harding, and this has been an Inquiry Sessions interview with John Whitehead from the New Zealand Royal Commission Inquiry into our nation's COVID-19 response. And you're listening to Reality Check Radio. The RCR Inquiry Sessions. Unpacking the COVID response for an honest inquiry.